Merry Christmas, everybody. We still say that around here. Welcome to the Intentional Living Center for my wife, Donna, and our our children and our grandchildren. We wish you the very best. Merry Christmas. We've got something pretty special in store for you on today's program. We've invited in a few of our staff, and they're going to be reading some scripture. I'm going to read some scripture. We're going to talk about not only the Christmas story. I mean, we're all pretty familiar with the Christmas story, but are you familiar with the the fact that there, there were prophecies in the Old Testament hundreds of years before Christ that really predicted, foretold of Him coming for us. So when it comes to Christmas, the birth of Christ, you know, God was very intentional from the very beginning. It says in Genesis 3.15, for instance, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Peter tells us that it was even earlier than that in uh, 1 Peter chapter 1. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. And so as we think of Christmas, whatever day that really was on the calendar, uh, God knew about that long, long before. And then he goes on to say, but now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake, 1 Peter chapter 1. So this Christmas, I want you to see how intentional this first Christmas was through the prophecies about the birth of his son. And the earliest, which you just heard, was from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. But you know, the Lord God began the process of your redemption long before the world began. Uh, In fact, nearly 1,500 years before the birth of Christ, there was a prophet by the name of Balaam. He was asked to curse Israel when they were starting to invade the Promised Land. But instead, he said this. Listen to this uh, in Numbers 23. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? And then in uh, chapter 24, verse 17, uh, he says, I see him, but not here and now. I perceive him, but far in the distant future. As a star will rise from Jacob, a scepter will merge from Israel. Numbers chapter 24, verse 17. You know, it was about 800 years later, or about 700 years before the birth of Christ, that the prophet Micah picks up where Balaam left off. With these two prophecies, one started the what we call the, the Magi journey, or maybe you've sung the song about the wise men. These are the wise men. And the other got them to the right place, which of course was Bethlehem. And we've stood in Bethlehem, and I've seen this place, and it's a magnificent thing to know about God's intentional love. So we've asked uh, four of our staff to pick up from here and read some scripture from the Old Testament and from the New Testament. Heather Hatch, uh, Derek Carlson, Tara Buck, and John Harrison want to share some scripture with you right now. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, 
Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him, when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. From the Old and the New Testament, the continuity, the consistency, uh, one of the reasons that we can look at Scripture with a great deal of confidence is when we see the continuity and consistency of the Old Testament into the uh, prophetic nature fulfilled in the New Testament. And as we look back and we celebrate Christmas today, the birth of Christ, to know that that day was predicted long before it ever, ever occurred is a powerful thing. Uh, let me share a song with you. It's a song we all know. It's called The First Noel. It's really a song that fits beautifully with the scripture we've just read, talking about the shepherds and the wise men on this Christmas day. The first Noel the angels did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep no
Like that, Mark Martel, the first Noel, and we we can only picture in our minds, and I'm I assume each of us have a different picture, but uh, as we see these men, these so-called wise men, as they're referred to, uh, coming a far distance and then bowing down to worship this child, uh, that's an incredible picture. We see it at at our Christmas. Uh, maybe you saw it at your Christmas play at church, you know, with the the little kids coming out and reenacting that, but. Can you imagine just being a fly on that wall to witness uh, that magnificent, magnificent uh, reality of that song? If you've just joined us, this is Christmas, of course. I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. I welcome you to the program and wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, we're together with our family. We're having a great time and enjoying Christmas. Um, we have our children here and grandchildren who live nearby and celebrating the birth of Christ together. It's a beautiful time for sure. Today, we're looking not only at the Christmas story, I mean, the story that we read from Luke and Matthew in the New Testament, the ones that maybe you're reading last night or today with your children, but we're looking back into the historical documents of the Old Testament, the reality of Scripture, that this was foretold long before Christ ever showed up. And I was thinking, you know, today, think of the projections that people make about the future What's the stock market going to be like tomorrow? Um, you know, what's going to be the food prices coming up next year? Uh, we can't predict what's going to happen in 24 hours, let alone thinking of the predictions from hundreds of years before Christ of his coming. That's a, that's a magnificent thing. In fact, we want to share some more of the, uh, the Old Te Testament prophecy from Isaiah in a moment, and then its fulfillment that we see coming up in Matthew chapter 1. And again, we have four of our staff who've joined us here today in the studio. I want to thank Heather Hatch and Derek Carlson and Tara Buck and John Harrison uh, for joining me on this Christmas Day and reading some of that scripture. So guys, we'll get to that uh, right after this uh, quick break. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son. And she will call his name Emmanuel. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. You know, that's where a lot of people get, uh, get lost in the story. 
the virgin birth. And I, I always smile thinking, uh, if we believe that God created the entire universe, all the stars and the planets and the galaxies, this isn't hard to believe. And of course, uh, we live by faith. And it's uh, such a powerful story today as we look at the prophecy from the Old Testament of the prediction, the foretelling of Jesus coming, and then we see its fulfillment. And uh, we have more to come as we look in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, before we get there, however, uh, I thought we could pause for another song. This is a Christmas day after all, and I love the Christmas music. My wife and I really have enjoyed it, listening to it during this season, reminding us of the birth of Christ. And Jeremy Camp has, uh, has a song that I think we can sing along with. It's called, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's a great song for today.
Emmanuel, a song that we sing at Christmas. Do you know that uh, when we sing Emmanuel, it really means God is with us, God with us, uh, which is an amazing thing. One of the names of God. And in fact, we think of Jesus, uh, Jesus means Yahweh saves. And you think that's why Jesus came. I mean, that's, that's what Christmas is all about. I told the staff the other day when I was doing a teaching that You know, Christmas is great, and the things that we celebrate today are wonderful, the birth of Christ. But because of Easter, you see, the celebration, the the remembrance of Christ dying for us and coming back to life, we can today stop and pause and remember the birth of Christ, which is such a powerful thing. You know, maybe you have some traditions, and I hope one of the traditions you have on a day like today is to open the Bible and read maybe perhaps some of the scripture that you're hearing today on the show that you would share with your children and grandchildren that they would hear and learn maybe for the first time. The prophecy of Jesus was something that came far in the past or even before Christ was ever born. It's the fulfillment. That's what we're talking about today. Not only the Christmas story, the story of Christ coming on Christmas Day as we remember it, even though it wasn't probably December 25th, which it really isn't important. It just happens to be the day we choose to remember the birth of Christ. But the prophecy is certainly important. Hundreds of years before Christ ever came, the prophets predicted that he would come and join us, come to save us. In fact, let me have, uh, John, why don't you share that passage from Isaiah chapter 9. That's an example of God's intentional love for us, predicted many years before he ever came. And then as soon as you're done, I'd love to have Point of Grace come and sing for us, for unto us. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Shoulders, and his name shall be called.
Well, for unto us a child was born, and today we celebrate it. That's Christmas Day. If you've just joined us, this is the Intentional Living Center. Maybe you're new to the program, visiting family and turning on the radio, listening to some of the music and scripture. I'm Dr. Randy Carlson, and on behalf of our entire team here, Stephen, Rob, and Amy, and Sally, and the rest of the team, we want to wish you really a very blessed Christmas today. For those of us who are followers of Christ, today has great significance. It's not just a holiday. It's not just a day we get together and, you know, sit around the tree and drink eggnog. They might be doing some of those things, but it's a day for those of us who are believers to really pause and reflect on the miraculous birth of Christ. And today we've been sharing passages from the Old Testament and from the Christmas story in the New Testament. And it really does reveal God's intentional love for us when you think of it. If we take time to read scripture and see that continuity and consistency from what we see in the Old Testament to the fulfillment in the New Testament, it's another um, opportunity to be convinced in our own heart of the reality of scripture and the truth of God's intentional love. And also reveals to us from prophecy that you and I today, as uh, Stephen was just talking during that song mentioned to me, we're living in the middle of prophecy. We're part of it. We're watching it be fulfilled today in the lives of men and women around the world. And our passion here at Intentional Living is to help you find Christ and know Him and then to live your life intentionally every day. That's why we do this. Again, on behalf of my wife, Donna, and our children and grandchildren, the entire board of directors and our team here at Intentional Living and Family Life Radio, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, we hope that God will continue to grant you his intentional love through this new year. I tell you what, let's do this. We typically don't have music in the show, but we're going to wrap up today's intentional living with a song from Casting Crowns, one that's perhaps one of my favorites, one of my two or three top Christmas songs, uh, Joy to the World. In fact, the other day I had the entire staff, we sang this at our chapel when we were together. So if you'd like to share what God's doing in your life, we'd love to hear it. You can call our comment line at 888 or find out more about the ministry at our website at theintentionallife.com, where we have a lot of helpful resources. All right, time for Casting Crowns and Joy to the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing joy to the world the savior reigns let men their songs in glory while fields and floods rocks hills and plains the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace. 
and makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness and wonders of His love. And wonders of His love.